Hey guys, this is Kenny from the Level With You channel. Just here to let you guys know if you guys want to come chat with us, we got a Discord server up and running. Link is in the description below. You could give us some feedback, ask us questions, just interact with us or in general. You can also find us on social media platforms. Instagram, we're LVL With You. Twitter, we're Level With You. And on Facebook, you can just search Level With You. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Stay level. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and to this week I am joined by Anthony Dewart. Hey. Kenny Castro. What's up? And Tyler Hadley. Howdy doodly. Each and every week we get together around this table and talk to you about, you guessed it, video games. This is a video game podcast. You can find it on Podcast Addict, as well as Google, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere that you don't find it and you want to hear it, let us know. Uh, videos go up every Wednesday, and uh, yeah, we talk about video game news, what we've been playing, other fun stuff. Uh, we've got other videos up on the channel, a fun Let's Play of Man of Medan, as well as a whole slew of card opening videos from Anthony Duart over here. Please check those out when you have the time. But yeah, so first off, we like to catch up a little bit on how each and every one of us is doing. So I'm going to surprise Tyler. How you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see, this past week, what have I been doing? I went to the store and I turned in all my loose change that I've been gathering for the past five years. Wow. Um, and I turned it into $220. Nice. nice. And I got it all in an Amazon gift card because I know I'm going to be shopping there. Okay. And otherwise, they would have taken $30 away from me if I wanted cash. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I will be honest, there have been many a times where I've been... Uh, just had the feeling, you know, I don't want to actually pay for this. And I used to get a lot of tips from my old job where there'd be change. So I would let that build up and get maybe 20 bucks, 30 bucks, and then take it in. And I'd get the cash because I didn't want to get Amazon. I wanted to get a bottle of vodka <laughs> or something. But anyway. That good shit with the change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Now, Kenny Castro, let me know how your week's going. It's been going good. It's been going good. I'm just busy. Um, I did some deep cleaning in the house. You know, I got rid of a lot of crap that we were like, why do we have it? Yeah. Like, why is mm. this here? So, so I think we put together like eight bags of just nonsense that we were like, let's get rid of it. Nice. So that felt good. Um, they do winter cleaning in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> yeah, no, not spring cleaning, winter cleaning. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I was like, fuck it, let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of a ton of shit. Because, I, I, you know, Christmas, we overdo it. We buy a bunch of stuff for the kids and mm -hmm. for each other. So might as well unload shit now and then, you know. Smart. Just an excuse to buy more space. shit. Make space. You know, we're going to get shit in the winter for the Christmas time. Hell yeah. Yeah. I actually, so as I may have mentioned on the show, my roommates are moving out soon. So we've been sharing this pretty big house where, where we certainly at least need one more roommate to make up for what the rent is. But we were showing a couple the other day and, you know, we still got all this stuff there especially and as, as well as from the couple that's currently living there and i was just showing them room to room i was like man there's a bunch of shit in here like there's just <laughs> a lot of crap that needs to go and luckily mostly it's theirs and they're going to take care of it you would hope when they move out but. is all that stuff in the second side of the basement that's not on like the pool side exactly. table is that theirs that's mostly theirs okay. yes so there's a whole slew of hockey stuff there's like an extra couch there's a bunch of beer brewing materials Upstairs, there's like seven suitcases in one room. Don't ask me how. Could you keep the couch, or do they need that extra couch? Uh, one of the couches is actually mine, so okay. I can't paint, put all the blame on them. Uh, the other one, I think, is like an antique that is just special to one of them or something. Uh, I, I can see that. Okay. So you, okay. Said you, you said you did show another couple the place? I, I did, yes. And, so, uh, no further from... comment. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I really... Uh, 
Anonymity. Yeah. Do they listen to the show? No. <laughs> Welcome up. Let's hope not, okay? <laughs> and if they do, hi, how's it going? No, I probably I mean, uh, slept where you walked. It didn't seem like a simpatico thing. That's all I'll see, say. They were probably um, mean. And they didn't like mean. it or they didn't, you, you didn't like them. Um, <laughs> Tyler. He was all smelly. He walked in and <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, this deodorant. is the juicy stuff people want to hear about. <laughs> it was um, Elena's mainly had the strong reaction of absolutely not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, they were Olimar mains in Smash. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was what it was. I can see that. I was like, "Tell me what was like, what was your problem?" And she was probably just, I don't want to say, like, but they were Olimar mains. Three stocks, Wiley. Three stocks. Uh, <laughs> you know those lag time on those moves. But uh, yeah, we did uh, have some fun on Friday night. Yep. Had a little bit of a Smash MK11 dive kick, the usual, the usual Wiley's house routine. Usual fight. I watched you play some Death Stranding. That was crazy. It was very yep. atmospheric. Yep. So. Very balancey. Definitely going to get into some good impressions of the new Death Stranding. Uh, but other than that, un unfortunately, I'm actually feeling pretty not great. Um, I hope I don't give it to any of you guys, but last night I was like, I don't know what it was. Well, I think I might have a fever. I don't have, I'm not stuffed up or anything, but I'm very achy. I'm getting random pains mm. like in, in different parts of my body, especially on my head, which is a little worrisome. Um, that sounds like a fever. It's a telltale sign of getting like... Say, do you want? I got Advil. Do you want some Advil? I'll take some after the show. Okay. Sure. Um, and this morning, what do you call those things in your eyes when you wake up and you got to rub them out? Sleepies. I just call them sleepies. Call them sleepies. Eye boogers. Eye boogers. Crusties. Okay. Crusties. Everybody's got a different word. <laughs> I call them sleepy seeds. Ooh, see, look at that. It's very all unique. This morning, I had more sleepy seeds than I thought were possible on a person, um, and it took me a good like minute and a half in the shower to get them all out. Dang. So that's gross. Well, at least you took a shower. Some people were just like, what the fuck? Ah. Wow. It's like trying to use your wiper blades on a dry windshield. And my sheets were completely soaked from sweat. Um, nice. and I was thinking I was going to call out, but I was a trooper. I was like, I called out last week. I'm going to get you. Should have known better to call out when I was only eh, feeling so-so, not so great. And now that I'm actually sick, I'm not calling in. But Somebody told me a story one time. It might have been, been Caitlin that told me the story that they knew somebody who woke up when they were younger and they had so many crusties on their eyes so they just couldn't open their eyes oh that's scary that's very scary <laughs> that actually. scary i don't want that to ever happen i mean that happens actually sometimes i'll be like Ugh. or like you know when you're like halfway asleep just trying to like get up or you're like i really have to pee but i really don't want to get out of bed mm -hmm. yeah. yeah you know that thing you're like can i just lay here for another half hour with it not bothering me enough just like shit yeah you can't really move and then uh you ever have those dreams where you're like oh yeah i got up to pee and you didn't get up to pee but you can just stop yourself right before you start peeing in the bed. It's like, oh, no. I wasn't peeing in that heater. There's no heater in my room. Yeah, I had that cranked up. Last night I was just in bed with, like, four layers on, watching some Neon Genesis Evangelion because I was too sick to play Death Stranding, which I got a few hours in. And maybe now's a good time to segue into what we've been playing. All right, so we're going to be talking about Death Stranding for a decent amount. Um, so why don't we start off with a couple of littler things. You may know if you've watched the show before that we're all big Smash fans. In fact, we're in the midst of organizing something down in the future, which you may be able to come play with us and compete for prizes and eat some maybe pizza, maybe cookies. Not making any commitments yet. Or a cookie pizza if we're feeling. <laughs> oh, wow. <Okay. laughs> we're, if we're feeling ambitious. 
But anyway, uh, the new character, Terry Bogart, ghost dropped. Is that, mm-hmm. is that the way you say it? Um, shadow dropped. <laughs> shadow dropped. That's better. I got that term from the text because I was just like, oh, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good term. I like that. Shadow dropped. <laughs> box dropped, not box dropped. So Sakurai did one of his infamous um, background, character background videos. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was like 40 minutes of him talking about the history of the character, why it was important for him. And I heard some people saying that like this was the character that Sakurai really wanted to get in, even though he's relatively obscure compared to most of the list. Um, he's got some pretty intricate fighting game like inputs, like ones where you actually have to do kind of a, a quarter circle, or even a double quarter circle, mm-hmm. to implement the uh, Com- kind of like Ryu, but a little bit more like once you hit a certain like I think it's once you hit a hundred percent, you get that little go symbol above like Terry's icon now, right? And you can do depending on where you're facing, it's a quarter circle, quarter circle, like attack, and then opposite for the other way. So I only got to play the maybe hour or so that we played together, mm-hmm. and I don't think I successfully pulled off one of those. No, you moves. got it a couple times. Oh, did you, I? You did it like I think once or twice. You were able to do it because it's only different. It shows like a little. Uh, he does a normal like one of his regular side bees, and then if you pull it off, it's like that, but a little bit bigger, and the flame in the middle is like a different color. Mm-hmm. So does it tell you like what the combos are? Do you have to like nope. look them up? I. It doesn't. No, because I sent the ones online. Oh, right. Yeah, I had you to did send them up. to my phone. Yeah. Uh, There's no gauge or anything either. It just kind of goes off. Like, once you hit 100%, the thing just over Terry's head says, go. And I was like, what is this? That's weird. So that's the only time you can use the combos is when mm-hmm. they're in, when it's in go. And then you can use, like, yeah, the super ones. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ryu and Ken, you could, if you put in the same inputs, I think, for their, like, Hadouken or the Hatsumaki Senpuk, yeah, you could as uh they do the more damage at any point, but Terry's is only. Yeah, I've, I haven't played him yet, but I was watching some videos earlier today of people, other people playing him, and it does seem like he has some like really intricate combos that you can do a lot of damage mm. really fast. Mm-hmm. He's very and, agile. Yeah, I see, and they were saying too that he's one of the more heavy. He's one of the heavier characters um, in the game too. I mean, as far not, as like. Dropping faster. Um, he actually, like his drop speed is actually pretty slow. But like in terms of like him getting knocked off the, the map, um, how far you travel, like that. He said. Oh, here. okay. Um, huh. Gotcha. I did. I can't remember his full move list or anything, but I, I like characters that have sort of diagonal moves. Yeah. You know. That... Yeah, and it seemed like he he has one right when he he has a move that diagonal down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He says like Coro wave or radical. I don't know which one it is, but it's like Coro dive. He was like radical when he does a side B. I love. I don't know what he says, but it's dive like, kick, dive a kick. Oh, dad kick! I can't Classic. wait for his amiibo. That's gonna be sick. Yeah. Um, any other Terry impressions, or are we moving on? I haven't tried him. Word. It's pretty good. His stage is cool. Like uh, you can't run off the stage. You have to be smashed through the sides, and it oh, breaks yeah. like glass. It's a cool little effect. That is neat. Oh, that kind of like snake stage. They have snake uh, stage. Yeah, there's a snake Salt stage. Up. Yeah. Solid Snake. His stage, he's got, you know, it's Shadow Moses. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, yeah, you can't run off. You have to be blown out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Damn. Similar thing, but mm-hmm. it makes more sense with Terry since he's from a fighting game. Um, and then what is it? It's Fatal, Fatal Fury? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then he's also in King of Fighters. It's like the same okay. kind of like. Right, same lineage. Off, you know. And I remember, like, I heard that Sakurai was, like, listing off all the games in the eShop that are currently available. Like all these SNK games, like I highly recommend uh, King of Fighters '98 and '95 is also very good. And well, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I hope that he actually. I mean, he's the guy making the game, making all this possible. So I really hope he was a big. Terry was a big guy. Sakura, I wanted to at least put in for himself. I got a little bit of self love there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Rather than like put Goku smash Sakurai, please. Yeah, he he deserves it. <laughs> he does. Put him in. 
And Tyler, did you want to touch upon what the leaks were? Or actually, I was the one that sent you those leaks. Do you think there's any validity to those? I mean, okay, and so the leaks that you sent me was that the final fighter was going to be... Doom guy. Doom yeah, guy. Yeah, Doom guy. I mean, maybe. Like, I, I, I could definitely see it happening. Am I excited about it happening? Not really. Not really. I don't care too much about Doom. Um, I mean, yeah. But I mean, and then but then you came back and said, like, oh, what about the Skyrim and the skins? But, but those are just me skins, right? Yeah, the me, that's, the, that's the me skins. Are they me skins? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was for the character itself. No, they dropped yeah. the me skins for every fighter. Oh, okay. So right now I'm pretty sure you could hop in, and I don't, I forgot what me skins they dropped with Terry. There's, Terry, they did, oh, did they do Mize? Because that's what Twitter, I think, was a big, uh, they were in big, like, buffs over, because Mize is the really busty, risque yep. character, and they're like, Sakura, why'd you put her in? Yeah, so they dropped a bunch of, they dropped me skins for like every character. Gormy, I think. But, the like, so you'll get some for free, and then some you have to pay, like, 25 cents or 50 cents for. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, like, with the micro, first pack, when, ones. when mm-hmm. Joker dropped, I think there was a bunch that were, like, for 50 cents. Yep, yeah, Persona mm-hmm. 3, Persona 4 protagonists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buy those separately. But also with Doom Guy, I don't think there's been any characters, and correct me if I'm wrong, that have been mainly projectile face based, which you would kind of th- or is Banjo. Banjo's got the shooty eggs. Yeah, but true. I mean, that's, I mean, he's not like focused on that though. No, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely characters that are more um, zoning based. Mm-hmm. I mean, Solid Snake, he's very projectile. Mm-hmm. Or Joker, you can shoot your guns. Um, true that. What did you say, um, Samus? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Samus too. It's a, it's a, you can zone <clears throat> with Samus quite a lot. You do really like point one percent with Fox or Falco. Or I, I haven't played Doom enough to really know like what options for melee. You probably just have. switch out a bunch of different like staple weapons, right? Like BFG, bazooka, shotgun. Yeah, I guess so. But there's also a cool mechanic in the 2016 Doom where once you get an enemy down to a certain amount of health, a white thing will appear above their head, and you can do a finisher on them. And maybe they would try to implement that. They're, they're pretty gruesome for Super Ooh. Smash Brothers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make them like paint or something. But anyway, that's all speculation, and we don't know for sure. But those are our thoughts on the per- possible Doom guy being included in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. All right. Any other games you guys want to talk about before we move on into Death Stranding? Um, I checked uh, out. Oh, what, you haven't been playing anything. It's a little bit of Call of Duty. But that's I, about it. I installed a, a game, a new Game Pass game. Just wanted to check it out for that. I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. Oh, is oh, that yeah. the card game you posted? The adventure, the adventure card game. It looked interesting. It's pretty much like a like a Hearthstone, mm-hmm. but with like story narrative behind it. Really? So every every like single, you have a whole full blown single player behind it, but it plays out almost just like Hearthstone. So you drop them, you get some that have guard. So when they when they activate their that ability for guard, that you can only, the enemy can only attack them. Okay. So, so it's like your taunt and Hearthstone. So, they have to. Yep, they're the your shield, basically. Exactly. So, plays out a little bit like that. I tried playing it the first time. I didn't realize that I didn't do the full tutorial. So when I went to do the first mission, in the storyline, I got wrecked, and I was like, okay, maybe I didn't do the full tutorial. And then I went to find out and I did it. So I was completely lost. There was mm-hmm. so much, so much mechanics to it mm-hmm. that it was like, wow. Like, and it's kind of weird. Like you can only play one action per turn. Huh. Until be, uh, so then the enemy so you're so by playing a card or attacking with a card or guarding or using up an ability it's that's an action each each one of those is an action and then it's not your turn anymore so huh. you know you got to plan out every action like 
meticulously. Yeah. Because then you're you're no you're leaving yourself open to whatever the the enemy's gonna do now next. Is mm-hmm. it PVE and PvP? Yes. Okay. No, so it has both elements. I thought that was interesting, so I started playing the single player campaign and it's even somewhat weird with their with their achievements. The achievements I got I've gotten five and each one of them is fourteen gamer score each. Weird. So it's, it's weird numbers, that. so it's almost like it looks weird on my even on my gamer score. Like I'm like at right now my gamer score is ending with a number seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> That's so, really weird. It's always sort of weird when But it but it's it's interesting because it even gave me in one commission, like the choice. A choice between going further or doubling back where I came from and I was like I went further, so I was like, I didn't know what I would, what what I would have encountered if I would have doubled back. And is there any actual walking around, or is it all no. narrative based? It's all ne- narrative Just, like, based. Yep. Click to go this way, and it's pretty much it'll read off. It's almost like if I'm playing the movies in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like we were trying to say Bilbo from the Spiders. Oh, okay. You know, so it's like a D and D campaign then. Hobbit, kind of like. So it's got mm-hmm. Hobbit stuff. In so it I, too. I guess it, it starts off with the Hobbit stuff. First. Or no? Or is there Bil- Bilbo? Uh, is from the lots Hobbits. Of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bilbo, Bilbo is from the Hobbit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yo, so he's yeah. in. He's the old man in the beginning of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but um, but Lord of the Rings doesn't really start off with him being like taken by spiders, the, the giant spiders True. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm yeah. guessing it starts at least some point way before the first Lord of the Rings. Gotcha. Somewhere in the Hobbit. Right between when Raditz comes to Earth and then Vegeta and Nab are on the way. Yeah, between that, between between the Cybermen. Yep, yep, getting killed. And then Goku's got to come back from Snake Way. Yeah, yeah. I remember that when when, Bil- when Bilbo too. was there. But when, that's when Piccolo raised Gohan. Yeah, yeah, because then he raised so, Gohan and took so, his ass kicked by Cybermen, and then Goku came back to save him. So it'd be like, oh, so it's Piccolo, Pic- that's when Piccolo became the, the pseudo dad. Yep, yeah, when, yeah. yeah, Piccolo became dad. And Gohan got that cool sword. <laughs> and then Piccolo died to save Gohan, and then they got Bilbo back from the spiders. Yeah, I remember that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happened. And you got uh, what was that thing called? It was like the, the sword that lights up with goblins in here. What is that called? Um, that's uh, the that's it, well, needler. No, no, <sighs> no not, not needler. Thorn, something like that. Those, oh, you're talking about Majorner that Thor has with the, with the thunder. Different, but yeah, it's like the, the 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 sword that the Bilbo gets that lights up when there's goblins or something near. Ooh, what is it? Oh my god! Honestly. I can picture it. I can picture the scene where he is Stab, it's, giving it's like it. Something stabby, needly, pokey. I know Elena would be knowing if she oh, was watching. I'm so disappointed in myself. She'll comment in, it, in, the, in the comments, Cindy was the name. Yes, because she's an avid watcher, never misses an episode. <laughs> Sting. 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 Oh, no way. It's not called Sting. Mm-hmm. It's called Sting. Okay. What I was looking at on my phone is what the name of this game was, and I guess it's just the Lord of the Rings. Rings the, Advent, the, the, card game, the Adventure Card Game. <laughs> yep. That is exactly the name. Sting, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ah, okay. Well, I meant to do something with like Jack. Maybe we're thinking about a different sword. Is this the one that turns blue? Yeah. Wow, okay. I uh, yeah. guess I never knew the name. So, that's that game. It's just a guy added to the. To the game pass and it's originally right now going for twenty five dollars, which I don't see myself. I would have paid twenty five dollars to play this game, mm-hmm. but it's free. It's yeah, a game pass. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you uh? Did you do anything with uh X Cloud yet either? Be, um, I haven't. I was gonna download it. The only reason I haven't because I don't think my controller is actually Bluetooth enabled. Does it have to be? Yeah. It's because I have to use an Xbox controller. So I know the newer ones that they've dropped, all the controllers they dropped recently are Bluetooth enabled. Like you, use, you could connect it to the, the computer via Bluetooth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But my controller, I've had it for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I definitely think I need to pick up a newer one. I haven't tried it. I could be wrong. And I could just be assuming that just because I've had it for three and a half years now, that controller, 
that it's not Bluetooth enabled, but it could be. But I did download the, the thing. I just haven't tried to pair the controller. Gotcha. But I know I could play Gears 5 on it. Huh. That's one of the options. So, um, so what is it? You're able to play just Xbox games on your computer? Uh, yeah, if, honestly, no. I could play my games on my phone. I could. Oh, yeah. If I would have, if I would have paired it, I could have been sitting here on my phone like this, just playing Gears Five. Well, I didn't know yeah. Google Stadia came out already. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So this is the the Project X Cloud, which Kenny got a beta invite to, um, being the gigantic influencer that he is not even i feel like i'm just lucky <laughs> yeah between that and i just get invited to ea surveys surveys all the time then get That's cool and get like free games because of that even though last time i was supposed to do a, sur a survey seven days straight <clears throat> missed what? one and i and i didn't get my two my two game codes because i missed one. Oh, and you want to know when i missed it when? the night we were playing fortnite all night <laughs> oh, i man. was and i told myself i was like i'm like I got, in my head i was like i gotta do that survey and i'm like we're playing fortnite i'll do it afterwards Fortnite, a couple a couple of matches of fortnite later you guys get off and i'm like i'm fucking tired <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to bed and i had to do it before six in the morning oh and that's uh two free games that they decide or? no i picked so i had picked fifa of uh, the last fifa that came out mm -hmm. um and a way, and, and a way out. Oh. Because okay. I've really been... I've, that's a game I've, I I want to really play. Yeah, it's been on my to-do list for a while. Yeah, so... Yep. Cool. Lord of the Rings trading card game, now up on Game Pass. If you got that, check it out. Do you guys play any more party with the, the devil guy? No. I have not got back to After Party, no. Yeah, Death Stranding sidelined me in a big mm, way. I don't blame you. Yeah, <clears> I started playing good Death Stranding also while also playing and getting better at call of duty there you go i gotta hop on i just don't want to uh well i don't really you don't want to rage that's what it is just to be honest maybe it is partially mm -hmm. that maybe i'm just in my uh zone making deliveries out in the rain that could be it also because that that, we that has some, we were some fun the other night in call of duty in a private match oh. with like seven people doing knives and throwing knives only <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> and you can say puns the whole time like nice to meet you no <laughs> you you should have seen it there was um we, so before we started the knife match there was just a regular match where we were just whatever gun sets and there was a couple times there was one fucking house like one little building where i knew tyler was in every single time <laughs> but there was like tyler just had the shotgun and i'm just and i come at full speed tyler can attest to this i have no other speed setting except for running sprinting at full speed <laughs> so i'm just coming up the stairs i'm like fuck i knew he was gonna be there Do you riot you shield? No, no no riot shield i just coming at full speed so all I saw was Tyler's name for a brief second while he blasted me. And I'm like, oh, I'm dead. I'm coming right back. But when we started with the knives one, we did it. We did the last one with um, in the dark night, in like the night setting. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought we all agreed. I must have not heard when somebody said, no, go ahead. Put your night vision back on. So then I played almost the whole match. <laughs> no night vision on. <laughs> so it was like all I would see a faint body running at me and then the name real quick and like trying to throw knives at and them. And everybody else was using that. Everybody. Vision. And I'm like, I'm getting killed. I'm like, really? You got night vision on it. Then Ty I think Tyler was, we agreed to throw it back on. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fuck. I must have not gotten that. Sounds like you were playing the right way. I thought I was. I thought that was the way to go. Like no night vision, you so you can't see. You only see like faint, faint like hints of the body. Like it make it ups the ante. Way more fun. Exactly. Too, especially if you're playing with all just friends, like it's a private room. Just be like, oh, I got you. Uh. Exactly. Like oh, there was one that speedball map. That one with more than four people oh, yeah, is yeah. hectic <laughs> and i think That's... somebody was like why is kenny just spawning and throwing grenades that was me i <laughs> spawned a grenade to the left and just 
It's bound to hit somebody. That's it. Bound to hit somebody. I thought I think somebody was like, "Fuck you, Kenny," because they must have seen the kill cam and saw me just spawn, toss a frag, and then run right. (laughs) Did you die in the same frame too? No, not even. I tossed it, and like there would be moments where I toss a grenade, look right, and there'd be one person, then another person spawns, and then another person. It was like, okay, I got a sixty clip. I'm like, you're dead. You're You're dead. dead. You're dead. And then I'm like, shit, I'm dying now. (laughs) Damn, that does sound pretty fun. Good yeah. times in private matches. That's uh, old school. Oh, we went real old school with that one. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Hot so, dog. That's crazy. Now we're moving on to. I got a. I played in River City Girls. <laughs> Forgot to bring. How that is up, that? I, I saw it on. I saw on the switch on the you know, on the marketplace on the switch. It's and I was awesome. Like, I was like, what is this? It's pretty cool. What is it? It's like uh, kind of a sequel esque The whole legacy. I'm very. I'm not versed with it. It's like called part of the Kunio Ku legacy is what it's called. So the River City. You know that game for the NES that came out, River City Ransom. Yeah. It's like uh, there's been a bunch of offshoot games. There's one for like the Game Boy Advance and a bunch more in Japan. But we have River City Girls, which is really cool. It's voiced a uh, bunch of YouTubers I know have like put their hand in it, um, mm. done some music for it. What's the genre? Voice characters. It's a beat 'em up. So okay. side scrolling beat 'em up where you uh, have a couple RPG aspects. It's like, uh, did you play the Scott Pilgrim versus the World game? Yes. I did not. It's like that. It's exactly like that. So okay. it's like a 2D sprite based uh, beat 'em up. You go around town. The map's pretty big, and it's like uh, almost Metroidvania esque where you have to go back to certain parts. Um, go over certain obstacles. The way you 100% complete it is every time you go into a store, you spend the money you get from the uh, enemies you beat on different items, and every time you use an item, at least for the first time, it ups one of your stats along with giving you health back. So you have to like basically buy one of each item and use it to unlock uh, like pretty much 100% the game because it tells okay. you like, right on your save file how much percentage you've done. It's really fun. The music's great. The sprite work's gorgeous. What's the price? Oh, that's a really good question. I think it might only be 25 bucks on the eShop. Eric got it. My roommate, he went to Limited Run Games, which is really cool. So when they were doing it, they had a limited physical run. Oh, so nice. he got a physical card of it, mm. um, which was like 40 I think. But I think it's only 25 30 depending. Okay. I'll have to double check that. But it's it's great. It's great for friends. It's only two-player, but it's fun. Fun R- two-player. River City Girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Cool. I'll uh, have to... Play that sometime with you. Sounds good. I like the way you're just like, play me. <laughs> you got, I had to pay no, no, I don't know. I'm just giving you it shit. Gave, it gave him pain. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh, I have to <laughs> deliver boxes. I think I could play I it. don't even know if I could play it tonight. We'll see. But anyway. You need to rest, young man. I do. But let's talk about Death Stranding, the new Hideo Kojima game that has been launched to universal mixed reviews. <laughs> um, mostly positive, some very negative. Some, I guess, in the middle, but definitely all over the spectrum. More so than any AAA game in recent memory that I can think of. Um, I'm about 12 hours in. I'm in Chapter 3, which I've heard is the longest chapter. And uh, sort of when it starts to open up and become more of like what the rest of the game is. Um, Tyler and Kenny have also played. They are a few hours in. uh, So I'm going to give the setup of sort of what it is. Uh, before we move along, which you probably already know, so I'll keep it brief. Yeah, um, I was, was going to say that. I think yeah. people know what Death Stranding is by now, yeah. so With yeah. all of it very is. brief and then just go into our, yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. Um, so the game, you play as what's called a porter, a.k.a. a delivery man, uh, in a post-apocalyptic setting, which is supposed to be the United States of America, which is now called the United Cities of America. Uh, everybody lives underground due to an event called the Death Stranding, which caused everybody to... Uh, 
get evaporated into black goop and float up in the sky and it's real trippy and blow up and make craters yeah <laughs> blow up and make craters if you die and don't get burned quick enough so people are do we got the dooms yeah the doom those names i have to say are probably the funny i know they're probably not all supposed to be funny but what's the president's name it's like doom oh no die hardman well that's not the president but yes there but are the, some hilarious yep, names die hard man you got dead man dead man dead. die hard man are introduced in like the first hour yep. <laughs> and like, bb's and uh bb and bt's yeah the, the names are, are silly for sure um, and your your main character, who is played by Norman Reedus of The Walking Dead fame, his name is Sam Porter Bridges. Uh, he is tasked with reconnecting America, which is meaning bringing it all back onto the chiral network. Uh, and you do this by walking from one side of the country to the other. No, it's not that big, but it's pretty darn big. Uh, and as you stop along the way, you run into some other characters. There's some combat. But the majority of the game is traversal, uh, and with you traversing with crazy crazy amounts of suitcases on your back <laughs> and uh it seems like that wouldn't be fun but that's honestly been my favorite part so far um i really actually enjoy and maybe this will start to wane after more than 12 or 15 hours or just a little bit farther than what i am now but i'm enjoying just seeing a mountain finding the best way to get up it uh maybe i want to put a ladder here maybe i want to take the safe path and just go all the way around maybe i want to you know take a risk and fall a few feet and risk everything going to shit and my uh, inventory getting damaged. Um, I think it does a really impressive job with momentum and it's something that I can't recall seeing in a third person action game like this that's so intricate. It's like, you know, if you're running down a hill, you will keep on running when you keep your hand off the joystick uh, if you have that momentum built up and you have to account for that depending on how much is on your back. And I've been enjoying the simplicity, the, the simplicity, simple <laughs> ritual of that more than I thought I would. Um, what about you guys? Was that connecting with you or is it boring? Um, I, I definitely think I still need to get more into the game. I mean, I, I like the traversal aspect of it. Um, as long as I have the tools, I mean, I feel like I picked up a bunch of packages and then delivered them and didn't realize that I had like used all my tools so I didn't fabricate anymore so then when I was going back to the next uh, location I was like oh now I have to go all the like the long way around because mm. I can't make it up this mountain or down the mountain or I'll lose everything so you ran out of ladders and and stuff yeah ladders and ropes and so maybe because I didn't use much over like in the beginning but I'm at a point now where I'm just all set with ladders and climbing things I'll have four like three or four each with me on each journey um, I won't always use them all uh, they take up five kilograms on your inventory and you have you start out with I want to say 120 yeah, 120, yeah, 120, 120 yeah. inventory and then soon you guys will get an item that will greatly increase that um, mm -hmm. which allows a little bit more flexibility See, grenades also take that much um, so okay. Cause I was gonna say, like, even like at 120, the the amount of stuff you can stack on your on on Sam for 120, it gets it looks crazy. It looks like it's so much. So I can only imagine if you're you're increasing that, how much yeah. more you can actually stack on there. So I'm, I'm at the point where I'm on missions and I have to duck every time I go inside because you literally <laughs> smack it off your top, which yeah. is which is cool. Um, my favorite part is soothing the baby. Soothing the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Why is it crying? And I'm like, 
like yeah. I could soothe it like with the controller or like looking around like <laughs> yeah <laughs> rocking my controller like what are you doing and like you yeah I see the bar going up and I'm like huh it's going up I'll just sit here and wait until the bar's fully up and the baby's like <laughs> all happy again yeah, I'm yeah. like you're not crying like my let's go part, back my favorite part's been taking selfies in the mirror that's been pretty fun too. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I caught him with a selfie like this checking the beard I'm like <laughs> yeah yeah, there, there's some cool, just little interaction stuff that you expect from a Kojima game uh, with just a little nice extra touch. Heavy Monster sponsorship, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. and I actually I didn't hear the full episode, but I was listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily earlier today, and one of the timestamps was Mon- Monster Stock Surge after release of Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, so that's pretty great. I'll, def- um, I'll definitely say, because I get anxiety from certain things, and I will say when it was like, oh, you're surrounded by BTs. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, oh, hold the breath. And then I felt like holding my breath for too long. And then I'm like, the BT see me. <laughs> then like they like they were grabbing at me and they would like shake them off. I'm like, what am I doing so wrong? And then stop crouching, stop holding my breath. Once I shook them off, I just started full, running at full speed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't look where I was running. I was just running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like up the mountain and I'm looking down. I'm like, that's pretty steep. How am I going <laughs> to get down? And, get like, and then it was, so it felt like. Now I had to plan how I was going to get down with no equipment. Because mm-hmm. then I look around and I'm like, huh, the nearest ladder and rope is like 300 meters away. And I'm like, hmm. That's what happened to you on Saturday. You ran up, uh, run away from one of those big goopy things, ran right up the mountain. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so let's talk about the enemy encounters a little bit. There's there's two main types that you see on a regular basis. The first are the BTs, which are these sort of otherworldly ghost creatures that you have to play very stealthily in order to avoid uh, a sort of somewhat of a that's the word I'm looking for uh, set piece slash real world thing will occur if you get uh, seen by one which I actually think is really impressive the way that they make the environment naturally form into a sort of cutscene of you being dragged 30 feet away like no matter where you are and uh, the entire landscape is covered in this black goop and you're you know it's very hectic you're, you kind of feel like you're being dragged in the mud because of how slow your movement is. And I would not say it's very fun because essentially you're just trying to escape. Eventually you do have to actually fight and kill one. Um, I will say that that boss fight was some cool spectacle, some cool before and after cutscene, but the actual fight, uh, which is at the end of, uh, I won't say, but it's um, essentially you running around and throwing grenades um, and it takes maybe 10 grenades to finally wipe it out. Uh, it's very simplistic. It's not particularly challenging. It is a little intense, but you don't too much feel like there's a risk of dying because it's pretty lenient with that. So I'm a little mixed on the BT thing. I, I think I still don't fully understand how to avoid them. Do you? No. Because <laughs> you, you have the thing on your back that spins around. No. And, and and it kind of gives you the direction where the BT is. Yes. Like where it's pointing. And yeah. then you're supposed to... And hold your breath. Crouch, crouch and hold your breath for as, and move as slow as possible. And so just move away from the BT. Yeah. Yeah. And it's difficult. Um, pretty much whenever I see a BT, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm just going to keep on running and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Do the BTs not see that flashy thing that, like, lets you know where they are? It doesn't seem like it. Oh. So just, they just, like, let you know and you just have to, like, whoop. Yeah. Yeah. They mostly, I guess, react to sound. Uh, even though that thing makes sense. Yeah. It, it, not everything has to make perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, which is especially true for this game. Um, and then the other encounters are kind of a, 
humorous enemy, uh, the mules, which are delivery people that have gone mad <laughs> because of their inability to no longer be given routine deliveries. They think of the delivery as sort of a ritual that they are addicted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was all sort of um, Die Hard Man. Is he the main person that talks to you? Um, the kind of Morpheus type guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he's like, he gave me that little bit of backstory, so I may have mixed it up a little bit, but that's the general gist of it. Uh, so they're trying to steal your cargo and beat you up. It's sort of just an excuse to throw they, it. They want to deliver it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Employee of the month over here. So they it's a little ridiculous, hard. and it feels like a little unnecessary to me. And the combat with them is like, especially coming from Kojima, who had some really excellent hand-to-hand combat in the later Metal Gear games, uh, as well as the excellent you know, gun mechanics in those games. I'm a little disappointed with pretty much all it seems to be is uh, square, 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 knock them out, square, 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 take some damage, but don't actually die. Maybe this is different on hard, I'm playing on normal, but it's been really kind of too easy and uh, just a not an annoying distraction, but a disappointing one from mm-hmm. the overall uh, gameplay loop. Um, the story, I think, is, I guess, I'm into it. Some of the performances are a little off I would say from both of the women characters in the game so far they've been leaving a little to be desired and I think that is more in the writing than in the performances and I'm talking about fragile as well as the lady in the red dress maybe you haven't seen her yet what did but I don't think they introduced her as the lady in the red dress isn't that a no, Amelie? That... Uh, uh, yeah. yes Amelie uh, thank Amelie. you yeah. thank you so you've played way less than me you already remember the names back uh, they're okay they're a little like too dreamy and I well, don't know. Well, well uh, my at least the way I felt when I first met Amelie, she should she should feel like a dream, like because isn't her body stuck on on the beach? It like, is. Like the like yeah. the weirdness to it. Like I that's feel like I that's felt that's when I was watching into that. It's just that's, like, it's not like, real. That's the meant. Uh, that's how it's meant for. I feel like it's almost like an psyche. Okay. More than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I think Sam, who is. I already said this, played by Norman Reedus, is actually more likable than I thought he would be as a protagonist. You know, he's a little bit of a yes man, but he's not the gruff and, um, I mean, sure he's gruff, but he's not the like, (laughs) yeah, sure, whatever, I'll get it done. Like, he has a heart, it seems like, Mm -hmm. and he is uh, openly forming a bond with his BB, which is a little baby that you carry around. Um, He takes fun selfies in the mirror. Uh, you can pee in a toilet, and that toilet has ads on it, which is great. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's, a, he's an all-around cool guy. Yeah, he's an all-around guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has an amiibo shelf somewhere else? Did you want? Oh, exactly. well, army men uh, figures? Right, right. And, and he points out, like, he, he'll look at you like... Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that when he's just like, out. look at this. That's what, I, that's what I do to everybody who comes into my house. So. Oh, yes, we know. Welcome. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Anthony looks at them, welcome, you know what? Right here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, it's, and it's only growing. So overall, where I'm standing at now is I'm happy with it. Um, I was totally skeptical. I think I said it on the show a few weeks ago. I think it's going to end up in the 70s on Metacritic. It's going to get a you know a lukewarm reaction. There's been a lot of rave reviews out there, and one of our first stories is actually related to that. Uh, a lot of Kojima in the news uh, in a bit of a Martin Scorsese fashion. You guys been hearing all about the Marvel? Is it cinema? Is it not cinema mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. So this reminded me of that. I have no idea. No, what, is, what is that? Martin Scorsese uh, said that um, superhero movies is like the death of cinema, in a way. Well, he, did he? he actually... he's, yeah, he pretty much said that we need more 
uh, other kinds of movies, actual actual cinema movies, because that take risks and aren't as exactly. formulaic. And, mm-hmm. Because you know. all we see and all we get is um, the theater full of all these superhero movies that aren't mm-hmm. cinema. It is hard to make it big in the box office these days, unless you're you know rebooting a horror movie from the '80s or making the three, another Spider-Man twenty-first movie in the Marvel. Or like, grabbing you know. a comic book and being like, oh, based on a comic book. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, so I see his point. Uh, and that's pretty much what I've got to say about what I've been playing, and we can move on to the news unless anybody has any objections. No. Mm-hmm. All good. Nope. All right, take it away, Tyler. Crazy for a new Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we read back the stuff we wrote down on the page because we thought it was interesting and important for you to know about and what's happening in the video game world of news. All right, so since we were talking about Death Stranding, even though... You could argue out whether this is actually news or not. There has been some controversy. It's been popping up in the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagram, maybe not Instagrams. But it was about a interview that Hideo Kojima, the director, writer, producer, uh, you know, everything on Death Stranding. Uh, so this is the quote that he gave to a Italian publication, TGCom24. Uh, this is a striding right as his quote. I must say that the game received rave reviews, especially in Europe and Japan. Here in the United States, however, we have had a stronger criticisms. Perhaps it is a difficult game to understand for a certain type of critic and audience. Americans are great fans of first-person shooters, and Death Stranding isn't one. It flies higher, Kojima said in the interview. Kojima then expanded on his statement, I always try to create new things and disputes and discussions are fine, but it must be said that the Italians or the French have a very different artistic sensibility that allows them to appreciate this kind of very original project, not only in video games, but also in cinema. Um, Let's take a big dump all over American taste. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, what do we think about this? Do we think he's being a pompous asshole, or do you think he has a point? I think he has a point. Yeah, I think he's. I just I hate the the lump personally because it's like I'm I do like my first persons, but I'm not a huge fan for it. You know, I was also born, bred, raised on the JRPG. Yeah. So I mean, I, I was think, like, yeah. I can see where it could, the overlumping comes from, though. For the, I I I, I honestly agree with him in, in a lot of ways because I I'm in a lot of like video game groups on Facebook, and you see just the hate. And then, like, when people, when you ask them, like, why do you hate it? It's like, it's fucking boring. Is that all you have, really, for hating the game? Because you can't sit through the story and you can't enjoy what he created, the atmosphere he created. Mm-hmm. Because I, though, even, like I told Tyler, like, the, when I first popped the game in and the, that first 15, 20 minutes that you were just walking around and just the vibe it gave off, like, it was almost like it brought you in. Don't be so the, serious. The mute, the mute, like I was like, wow, like he just created a full atmosphere in that first fifteen minutes, which set up the game. Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't caught, brought, like reeled in for after those fifteen minutes, like it, like it almost feels weird. Like why, why, why continue playing if you don't? So, yeah, I mean, I think that he maybe was a little bit harsh. Dis- yeah, well, I would say dismissive, <laughs> and I think if he could re-say it, and there is something to be noted that this is. A Japanese man being translated into Italian that's being translated into it's English. English. So something was probably <laughs> lost there. Um, and I don't think he's necessarily trying to put Americans down. He's just saying that that's their preference. And, well, he's putting them down a little bit, sure. <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, going back to what I was saying about Martin Scorsese and cinema, I mean, you look at, uh, not that I watch very many 
French and Italian films, but what I have seen is, you know, they are a little bit more going for that cinematic flair and that. Uh, no, and not no, not uh, to say that Americans don't do this too, <laughs> but just as a whole, you can look back on the whole body of work and maybe he you can see his point. So I kind of equate it to the culture around, like say, like Spanish culture or like Italian culture, where it's you know it's acceptable and it's kind of like you know guaranteed and um, lack of a better word to have like a, a little bit of alcohol with every meal or like have a glass of wine. Whereas like say that same thing to an American, they're just gonna be fucking shit faced like twenty four seven. Like wait, you mean it's okay drink like every. With every meal? Sorry, I gotta go buy at least a 35 rack now. So you're saying that French and Italian people can appreciate the subtlety of having a beverage with dinner and Americans are gonna get shit-faced and want their first-person shooter shoot them up? Certain ones, yeah. They're gonna pick up their, their, their 30 <laughs> pack of natty ice. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. They're, yeah. nat- they're natty daddies and mm-hmm. play Call of Duty in Capital Corner. <laughs> They're mad dog 2020s. Swap yep. between Mountain Dews and Natty Lights. Steel, they're holding a steel reserve in their hand and sniping. I mean, we get the Aussies over here cracking their fosters like, all right, let's get some Death Stranding. Oh, all right, we got my Outback gift card. Uh, I fucking love Kojima. Whoa. So the author of the article, and I found this on gamerant.com he kind of follows up the quote saying it's reasonable to assume that some fans may take offense to Kojima's statement as it appears to dismiss criticisms levied at Death Stranding while also implying that some Americans don't like it because they don't understand it some may also take issue with Kojima's claim that Death Stranding is a very original product as while it does have some unique ideas it is still essentially yet another open world game I think that's BS like come on I, I mean like sure he I get that if you're offended because you didn't like the game, but it is not just another open world game. Just because you walk from point A to point B and doesn't have like not every mechanic can be new. But I see, I see the shade he's throwing. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely felt targeted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he felt triggered. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to our next story. There's some big changes happening over at leadership at Sony, the makers of the PlayStation. Okay, so Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced the promotion of Guerrilla Games co-founder Herman Hulst to head of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios. Hulst will manage and lead game development across the 14 studios that form Worldwide Studios. Herman is one of the most effective and well-respected leaders in the video game industry, said Sony Interactive President and CEO in a press release. He is a passionate advocate for the teams he leads and understands how to empower creative talent to build great experiences. Worldwide Studios is a critical part of the future success of the company, and we must deliver on the promise we have made to gamers to create imaginative and exciting content that is truly unique to PlayStation. I have no doubt Herman can lead our teams to develop or to deliver compelling and diverse experiences at a steady cadence. Okay. Um, And then Shuhei Yoshida, who is the former uh, person in this role, who's been with the company forever. Uh, He was sort of uh, a big part of their initial rollout uh, of the PS4. I think right when PS4 was coming out, there was a lot more faces on stages sort of representing it. And now that Sony's so successful, we get to see Sean Layden for a few minutes, and then we see uh, some artistic guy with a flute playing for three minutes before we see some footage of Ghost of Tsushima. So it feels a little bit less personal these days. Uh, But anyway, Shuhei Yoshida will leave his current position uh, as president of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios to become head of a newly formed initiative that will focus on nurturing external independent developers. Yoshida will reportedly, reportedly, ah, report directly to Jim Ryan while ensuring external developers have the tools, technology, and services they need to reach PlayStation's community of users. So, um, Herman Hulse, he seems cool. I saw his picture. He's worked on Horizon. 
He's been with Gorilla for a long time. Also, makers of Killzone. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe sh- I mean it on paper for Shuhei. It seems like a bit of a demotion, but I don't think it's that. I think he is. Uh, he's ready to take a step down. Yeah, exactly. Or even just focus on something he's more passionate about. I hope so. Yeah, that's usually if he's you know letting somebody else take the helm, gives him some more time to either take time off or focus on another project he's got going on, which will be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of change around uh sony lately um a lot of people retiring that have been there a long time uh sean layden recently left who you know was representing sony at the game awards last december along with reggie and who's also gone and phil spencer for xbox so it's going to be interesting to see who comes out who introduces the new console still have mark cerny who's kind of the ps4 architect and the tech genius there but will herman hulst be the new phil spencer i don't know we shall see. Um, but anyway, moving on to our next story, we've got the launch lineup for Google Stadia, which is coming out in one week. Mark your calendars. I know you all got it pre-ordered. Nah, you probably don't. <laughs> all right, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, The Collection, Guilt. With a Y. With a Y. Just Dance 2020, Kine with a K. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11, also with a K. Red Dead Redemption 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Samurai Showdown, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition, Thumper, <laughs> and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. So three out of the 12 launch games are Tomb Raider games that wow. you, if you have not played by now, you're probably not going to rush out and buy a new console for. <laughs> so they are literally all ports, some very good games, admittedly, uh, except for maybe Guilt and Kine. I was going to look up. Those are the only two I hadn't heard of. Maybe they're exclusive games. I could be could be wrong about that. How do you how do you do Just Dance on Stadia? You gotta buy a connect. Oh, it might be um a phone because I know that sometimes. So I Just Dance on the Xbox. You download the phone app and it'll give you a code, and that'll it'll sync the phone. So you'll hold the phone as your controller, and it'll sense your the movements that you're being asked to do. Maybe so. Maybe there's some built-in huh. motion stuff to the controller. I don't know. We're, we're just dance family yeah, at the house. So. Are you? I've yeah. never played the games. Oh, my son loves it. Uh, my stepdaughter, she likes it. She she tends to like it for the first two months every time we get it. And mm. she's yeah, like, that's I'm solid. Done. Yeah. Exactly. My son will play it for hours. Resembles the Wii system you get him on. So I, I was getting on the Xbox, but the last one I picked up was on the Switch. Okay, because I know they're still making them on the original Wii. Yeah, yeah that just blows well, this, my mind. Yeah. This one is going to be the last one on the original Wii. The last one? Is it going to yeah. sunset Dan- the system? Just Dance 2020. Last one. <laughs> Farewell edition. Mm-hmm. That's the end of an era. Most likely it will give it like the gold edition so it has access to all the songs. Hmm. Anyway, that's cool. It's a series that I know does well for Ubisoft and... I guess it's got a big fan base out there because they keep pumping them out every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I just think that this thing is going to be DOA, and that's my personal opinion. Um, there's just nothing on there that I... There's nothing that is going to make you go out and try something new unless the tech gets out there and it blows away everybody's expectations, yeah. which um, signs are pointing to doubtful uh, in my eight ball of predictions. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, no, it kind of seems right now like it's just something to watch. Kind of the same thing as like an Apple Apple Games or whatever, the Apple Arcade that they mm-hmm. launched. It's kind of... Like a starting off point? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think... But Apple Arcade th- launched with 100 games and was 5 bucks a month to access everything. This game, you're still buying, a la, you're still buying games a la carte with this, which is like... 
Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's well, yeah. <laughs> no. I definitely see where you're going from, but I honestly think this really because it's it's not an actual like console that you have to buy. So I truly believe this the profit margin on this for for Google. Like they're not, if only twenty people buy it, it's not gonna hurt them, and they'll be able to just write it out. You know what I mean? Okay, well, it won't hurt them. It won't it hurt won't, them. It won't help them. It no. won't help them, <laughs> but they could ride it out until they get some ex- exclusives on there and they start beefing up the, the, the catalog. That is true. This is, to be fair, the early adopters. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't think it's going to be on store shelves yet. I think you had to pre-order this back several months ago. And I'm willing to be proven wrong, be happy to be proven wrong. If in three years I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to cook it up on Stadia, beauty of the Stadia, I will put my foot in my mouth. You heard it here. I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. Definitely want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving on. Next story. I found this on Kotaku.com, and it's not news. It's more of a personal, uh, interesting thing. Um, there's somebody right now that's trying to stream 570 hours in one month <laughs> on Twitch. Uh, he's 26. His name is Andrew Bodine, a.k.a. Giant Waffle. He's <laughs> living on three and a half hours of sleep a, a night and streaming games on Twitch 19 hours a day. I've had to adjust the rest of my off-screen life to a minimum. No shit. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bodine told Kotaku over email, I trained about three months to get my circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm, I think. Circadian, thanks. Rhythm adjusted to the new schedule. Currently has streamed for 192 hours and has 20 days left. So I guess he's... Why would you? Oh, my God. I, I, yeah, yeah, I just find this to be a little sad. <laughs> yeah, that's like the guy that tried to speedrun. Uh, I just watched. I've been in speedrunning kick when I'm do, working on uh, drawings and stuff. There's a guy who tried to speedrun. It was like Digimon World 3 or 2. And you can't speedrun that game. That's a grind-heavy RPG. And he got like 300, I think like two or 300 like hours. I don't even know if it was like that much. But he got like in the 100-hour mark straight and was just like he didn't he had to shut his microphone off and everything after like the 100 hour mark or whatever because he just like couldn't talk but he was like 100 more hours after not being able to talk and he typed out in like the word notepad or whatever and put it on stream was like i have to stop right now i am about to be rushed to the hospital because like i can't see and like his vision was like going away something else like he couldn't feel his arm i was like why would you do that i don't don't see the uh appeal i think it's making degrades the reputation of video games i don't you know whatever dude if it makes you happy i'm not going to judge you too hard if you want to be a big time twitch streamer yeah is this what it takes if so then i'm out i'm out so he is so next quote or next part of the article why would someone do this marathon streaming means more hours spent online and more hours spent online means more viewer opportunities across different time zones Bodine says that putting his body at risk like this <laughs> is 100% worth it in my eyes. Viewership goes through the roof for the entirety of the month. Currently, I'm, I'm averaging four to ten times my normal statistics, such as viewer hours, unique visitors, visitors, and subscribers. It's true. According to Twitch tracker stats, Bodine has averaged about 2,500 viewers in July. Now that number has spiked to 6,000. Ooh. <laughs> Up thirty five hundred. I mean, I get that. I get totally get how it works. I mean, that's how it's always been. The more time you spend streaming, the more popular you're going to be. The more people are going to see you. The more people are going to tune in and be like, "Oh, you've been streaming for eight hours. You must be serious about it." Yeah, <laughs> you must uh, be going hard. Yeah, I hope this doesn't sully like the substance over like style over substance kind of thing because it's like this is just literally like. Yeah, dude, we're going to go to an all-unique bu- buffet for, like, a dollar. It's like, oh, sick, you get there, but it's all just, like, 
McDoubles. There's nothing else. Whereas, like, you get, you watch Ninja or somebody else, like, and they got, you know, if you like watching, like, their banter, you like the personality, this guy just feels like he's just puking up all everything just oh. to get those I mean, powers. we should watch before we... Oh, of course. I'm not... Sh- <laughs> I, mean, sh- I, don't look, I don't do shit with my life either. It's okay. You're yeah. actually making money doing nothing. Is, and I don't know. Is he or is he not? I don't know. I, probably I, I some. Don't. Probably some. Yeah, I think I, I, that subscriber mark I felt like I just sent out in the group text. You can, to make affiliate now, it's just 50, 50 subscribers. That's not... We probably still that, have that on the channel. No, you guys... At the level with you is at 63. Oh. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you have to have it's you crazy gotta, people haven't unfollowed us. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming back, yeah. bringing it back up. Um, so I literally went on. I'm Watch like, for let me, I'm like 50. I'm like, let me go check what's the level with you at. I'm like 63. 50 like, and a certain amount. And like of certain amount of like 500 re- hours of a month or something. Not even that oh, much. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna it's, start streaming. The hours is then. less, and oh, yeah. you just 500 have to, hours a month. That's the world record. Never yeah. Mind. So you just have to have like um a average of at least more than two viewers per stream. Oh okay, you know. No, that's pretty fucking easy. And affiliate yeah. well, isn't is, affiliate nice. isn't partner, so you're not getting tons of shit load of money, but you can still get subscribers. And I mean, you know, at the at the like ten, twenty five, like they have the three subscriber tiers, like yeah, yeah. five, ten, and twenty five, I think it is, and then the free Twitch, um, Twitch, free Twitch Prime subscriber also, which is I think three bucks. I mean, back when we were streaming, I had an entire plan. All mapped out, but we never really executed it. <laughs> the schedule, have, the like, schedule's there. <laughs> it's still in our calendar, like Monday night. Why the, to, to, Tuesday oh, night. Yeah. Tuesday <laughs> night is do yeah, art yeah, with yeah. Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> that was a Dude, that happens. That was a sick idea. Like, I wanted. I'm down. Tuesday nights was do art with Anthony, well, we and I think nights, Wednesday yeah. or Thursday what Ke- was Kelly streaming. It says, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Sundays was days off. Is she still like, streaming? Yeah, she's probably still nah, streaming that day. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she does. She's where the sixty subscribers came from. Yeah. Um, hey Kelly, it's been a while. Are you ever gonna call me back? It's okay if you won't. <laughs> <laughs> still single. But, uh, <laughs> I don't think she is. Shit! <laughs> well, good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I say we get back to it. And listen, soon. I, I was yeah, just take, I was checking it out. I'm like, shit! Like these guys had the the about them pretty pretty professional looking. Like looking, I, I was like little scrolling right through it. I'm like, this looks real real professional, real nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll make I'll make the investment. I'll hook everyone up with a custom built PC. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> you tell me what's the price tag, and we'll start working on it. I'll start buying one like, one one one. Part per like eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. But you gotta tell me the parts. Like you gotta be like these are the parts. You just gotta gotta build it for me and set it up. Yeah. (laughs) On my tab. That's that's what I'm saying. I'll draw you all the porn you want. I'm gonna buy it all, right? And I'm gonna just drop it off one day. I'm like, put it together, Mm -hmm. please. I'll do that. It's easy. You come back with a bunch of a box full of lumber and some scraps. (laughs) I build you a Jimmy Neutron rocket. (laughs) I built it for you. That doesn't look like a computer. No, but it's pretty cool. PC case with Popeye's chicken and one. Oh. oh my god. So uh Fuck I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard of Ninja, right? Nah. Okay, so Ninja I thought this was sort of an interesting thing that they inserted in the article, which isn't directly re- related, but even Tyler Ninja Blevins, who is considered the most successful streamer, has expressed how scared he is of taking time off. In the hour he spent in a New York Times interview in twenty eighteen, Blevins estimated he'd lost two or three hundred subscribers. Are those potential subscribers or like his already? Oh, 
I mean, that doesn't say. He said, the longest vacation I've ever taken was my honeymoon, and that was like six days, and that was devastating. It was a calculated risk. Okay, that's a problem. Yeah, that's right? Okay, that, <laughs> yeah. you have to say that. That's, uh, I mean, I know it's your line of work. I get it. I'm saying people probably big business or whatever. You're running a company. I get it. But, at tw- I mean, does a lot more than I do. I don't do that stuff. I have no clue the, uh, <laughs> you know, the stuff and his skill, his people talking, whatever that goes into it. But... That's ridiculous. That that you can't ridiculous of him or just ridiculous of the streaming community. Streaming community that you can't feel like you can take a honeymoon and not be like, oh my god, I'm worrying about streaming my potential subscribers. Yeah, yeah, it's both. I mean, and I don't need. I mean, it could also have to do with just like the contract that you enter into and becoming like an affiliate of something. Like if you need to maintain those concurrent hours or viewers per day or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. You know, Microsoft, they're good guy Microsoft these days, and he's with Mixer now. I doubt they're putting on super strict guidelines. I mean, he's probably like, okay, you're streaming every day, 9 to 6 or whatever. I think he does even more than that. Yeah. And, and Shroud um, just came over to, to Mixer also. Shroud did, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking like people are jumping ship. Slowly. The big boys. Um, but they just got Eric Andre to do their commercials. Twitch? <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. those commercials. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's totally streaming and like being a YouTuber, kind of like two totally different things. I mean, I feel like being a YouTuber, you kind of have a little bit more flexibility because you can just create tons of content, backlog it for weeks if you wanted to, mm-hmm. up, have it scheduled to upload, whereas streaming, you actually have to be there and be live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being a person's hard sometimes. Indeed. Especially being a streaming person that makes millions of dollars every year. Mm-hmm. So say it. Very say it. All right, moving on to our f- second to last story of the week. Uh, y'all see that new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? I did at work oh, today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we think? We Looking were nice. we talked about the original one a few months ago. Now, what do we think of the new one? Thumbs up. Man. Yeah. What do you Much like better? It looks like looks like Sonic. Like it looks better. Yeah. Like, okay. So it looks like better. It, I saw like um the stills of like side to side comparison. I'm like Jesus. Like how bad it was gonna <laughs> right. be if we got the. I'm kind of other, upset it's not that bad stuff because it would just be a whole like all those screenshots, all those memes, fucking gold. We'd be rolling in rings. See, they take all this time to change it, and the movie still makes like 12 million opening weekend. I still want to go see it. I think it I think fans will just flock out just for the reasons I. Maybe I hope so. I mean, it does just definitely be- look a lot better. I think the trailer is better too. I think just because people like that they were heard, they're gonna go out and watch the movie. Maybe I don't think they're gonna the- profit because they yeah. had to go back and do all these redesigns. And mm. that's the most like viewed comment I've seen though is they're like, finally a movie company that listened to its fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it sets a slight bad precedent. Like they, you know, like. That was the first story that I saw on the Pokemon subreddit, which mm-hmm. is going to lead us into our next story. <laughs> but uh, 16.8 thousand upvotes. Look at what happens when the Sonic community voice their opinions. They got the change they wanted. We need to do the same. Got uh, all 900 almost plus Pokemon in the game, uh, Kojima. Please, please put him in Sakurai. No, that's Miyamoto. It's Miyamoto, Miyamoto, <laughs> put him in the Pokemon. I'm, I am stoked. You're stoked? I'm stoked. Three days? Three days. I thought I was going to get it, but I don't think I'm going to get it day one at least. That's okay. I, hey. need, I need people to... I mean, I was seeing like videos of like graphical like setbacks and like I personally, pop-ups. For, it's not like, a big game. always looked like a you know, souped-up 3DS game. 
Yeah, like even though it's the Sun on the 3DS, like having that higher resolution on the Switch, just being able to finally have like my mm-hmm. console that's not Pokemon Coliseum or XD Gale Darkness, like Pokemon Pokemon Ooh, game, even if it doesn't include Darkness. all the original Pokemon, I'm cool with that. So moving on to our final story for the night. Uh, it's going on some leaks that have been happening that seem very credible on Reddit. And Tyler, why don't you take us through this? Uh, yeah, just I mean, there's been tons of people talking about how this the new Pokemon coming out this Friday um, is pretty much kind of like a downgrade from past iterations. I mean, you take a look at uh, Pikachu and Eevee for the Switch, and there was some notable uh, just graphical downgrades and um, Pikachu and quality. Eevee look worse in this game. Like, no, no, no. I'm talking about. Well, let, talking about let, let's, let's go, go Pikachu, Pikachu and Eevee. Oh. Wait, so oh. what are they comparing? Let's go to. Like what game? Because there hadn't been any like, on the Switch uh, since. Like, then. like all the they're comparing it to all the leaks of uh, Sword and Shield. Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's. I guess I was also. I was really hoping that uh, Let's Go would have a way better post game. Like there'd be a lot more stuff to do. Kind of like the remakes of Red and Green, Fire Red and Leaf mm-hmm. Green. They had that whole Sevi Islands uh, side quest at the end, which was great. But this one, I mean, it does. There's a couple things to do. You can go and get all the Pokemon right into level 100. Fight all the other master trainers out there, which have the same Pokemon, just a little tedious. But I mean, I mean for a one-to-one remake, it was great. Yeah, I mean, they're saying this too is also gonna gonna have like almost no post-game in it. I mean, there's no there's no Elite Four. Uh, the badge system is different. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's gonna be, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Those are both at forty dollars, I think. This is what sixty. It was sixty when it launched. Yeah, it was let's go, sixty for yeah. retail yeah, plus yeah. extra if you want to get the stupid Pokeball Plus, <laughs> which was great. I will add, but definitely not. Does not shouldn't have paid but, uh, as much as I did. Yeah, there was this Reddit user, uh, Taratu, that was just kind of like outlining, and he had like data and facts and screenshots and like all sorts of like comparisons about like what, why it's kind of a downgrade from past Pokemon games. Uh, They're saying it's too easy. There's lazy animations. Um, like Anthony was saying, there's a lot of Pokemon that just aren't there um, in this game. They're taking out a lot of uh, moves. I think they were saying like moves like Pursuit and like kind of like big big time like moves that were like using competitive huh. um, battling and stuff like that. that That's interesting. I didn't know about made, the moves at least that made like certain Pokemon even like viable. Hmm. Um, but if you take those Pokemon out entirely, because maybe some of those moves were to counter those certain Pokemon, which aren't even in the game anymore. No. I mean, be. it says they removed 144. Does it say how many they added? That's no, also true. Because no. it seems like this is straight up. Like, that's good. It, it like, like, I like these lists. The it's all just cons, but I want to yeah. see the pros. Because they added a bunch of stuff. Like, you can change natures now with super easy, but mints. Um, that helps you change your Pokemon's nature instead of going out into the wild or breeding for hours and like minutes just <laughs> oh, to yeah. find the right nature Pokemon. People that are super crazy competitive into it, mm-hmm. that really deterred me from going competitive. And they've made it, I really do enjoy it. I can see it being a con as like, oh, it makes it a lot easier if it's, you know, I don't have to go out and go do my research online for like kill 12, e- uh, tw- <laughs> kill 12 Oddishes in the tall grass to raise my special attack point like two max. Whereas huh. like this one, you can just feed them protein or calcium. Or they had in uh, Sun and no, Sword and not Sword and Shield X and Y. They had the little soccer mini game thing you could do yes. for super training. Um, but I, I like just easy more accessibility. But I also do want to see, you know, obviously I get moves or there's moves removed, and then I've, what they've added as well. I'm not sure if they made some drastic change to it. But if there is a lack of an Elite Four, that is kind of concerning. I mean, post game I've never really expected too much because Pokemon, unless it's like the third middle version of the game, like Platinum or Emerald. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultrasonic from who doesn't have like huge post game yeah. content. It's like you beat the game, you play your friends, you play online competitive, and, and that's it. Yeah. 
exactly. Shiny hunt, egg mm-hmm. breeding. Yeah, for I mean, I can totally see how it it speaks to like uh, some of the hardcore Pokemon fans, mm-hmm. longtime Pokemon fans might be not so happy about some of these changes. Um, but people, younger people, kids getting into it for like the first time, like yes. obviously it's going to be so much easier for them to try sure. and do these things. I feel like that's always their main staple. They're too, doing it for the kids. With it. Yeah, because they want, they want those. In, that's what they did. Uh, I think a big point of Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was for like kids just, you know, who are our age when we got back, like 10 or so when Pokemon first came out, like getting into now with Let's Go and following it up and all that. Getting them addicted young. Mm-hmm, getting, getting them hooked. Man, I was hooked. Oh, I, I was baited. so hooked. Yes. So, I'm excited. We'll see. Yeah. Don't know till it's out. And I guarantee within, you know, the time this video is up or, you know, a couple days down the road, for us at least, the reviews will be out. And I'm sure yeah. everything will be, it'll be lambasted. It'll be loved. IGN will give it one score. GameSpot will give it another. Let's yeah. all predict the Metacritic. I, oh, 65. Hmm. Ooh, 65. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Damn, with Damn, that's a pessimistic, man. 70. I know. I want to set my bar low <laughs> so I can get high. 72. 70. Okay. I'm going to go 74. I'm going to say 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. I'm going to see. I'm going to. I guarantee you, whoever gets a hold of, like. No, Metacritic is just the com, like the combined review, right? So it's yeah, not like one person. There's some sort of, you know, weighting system towards <laughs> bigger outlets, but yeah. You might have somebody who's. Hopefully, we don't have somebody who's pulling the strings that's like, well, we had to put the Nashville decks in. But that wet assistant to the professor's hat, I'll give it a 55. But they were saying they did think like there are things that they did note out in this and saying like there's no Pokemon scaling. So like the whale lord Pokemon that's like super duper like whale size, like it's gonna look the same size as a Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is lame. I mean that also is constraints, I guess, of the system because it did even like when you had group battles or two on twos on the handheld, it slowed it down super mm. like to a crawl almost. Like mm. certain Pokemon, I guess there's third bite size or whatever which i can yeah. see but i mean they were showing a couple video clips of like in certain areas if you're like fishing or something like that mm. um and you find a pokemon it's not going to be like the background where you actually are it's going to like throw you in a field or something oh, for different for the battle that's weird so. <laughs> rather than like surfing that's odd huh. well, well we'll hear anthony's impressions at least next week i know he's a day one buy oh yeah uh you guys on the fence it seems Oh, I got it. Pre- I got it pre-ordered, and I haven't paid the full price yet. So we'll see Friday how the funds look. Gotcha. That's gotcha. the only thing that's holding me back. Word up! Don't worry, I'll take on the burden for all you guys. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for watching the Level with You show. You can catch it every Wednesday right up here on YouTube or on podcast services. Usually, even earlier than that. Um, what else? Oh yeah, if you'd like to leave us a question and be featured on next week's episode, you can feel free to do so in the comments and we'll do our best to answer it for you. I'm going to start saying that at the top of the show because I know that some people don't quite make it through the whole thing. Uh, but we'd like to have a question and answer portion of the show. We know that, you know, at least 30 to a 90 of you are watching each week. And Thank you. we'd like to interact with you a little bit. All right, we will see you next time. That's been the Level With You show. Good night. Bye.